Thank you for joining us as we take an honest look at the men and women we call officials, the professionals who make it possible for us to enjoy the games we love. They are the authority on the field, on the courts, on the diamonds, and on the ice. Behind the Stripes is here to support our officials, athletic directors, coaches, players, and fans by bringing attention to good sportsmanship, strong leadership, selfless teamwork, and respect for others on and off the playing field. Now, let's join our host, Keith Myers, and his guest for today's show. Well, thank you for joining us for the first show of Behind the Stripes. I'm Keith Myers, along with Brenda Hilton and Tim Hilton. Brenda is our co-host, and Brenda is in Illinois. I'm in Indianapolis, and uh, show number one, I'm pretty excited about uh, this show, Brenda and Tim, and I'm I'm sure you're looking forward to a long uh, line of these shows. Uh, Hi, Keith. Thanks so much for having us on. Yes, uh, we are very, very excited. Uh, One of the fun exercises that we've gone through as we we talked about developing this show is who we're going to bring on. And and we have a laundry list of of people to bring on in the next over the next 19 weeks. So, yeah, we're really excited. And Tim, as you being the super fan and the cheerleader, you draw on the X and O's and make sure that we get stay in line. So, you know, if we get out of bounds, you just blow your whistle. Let us know if we get out of bounds. Absolutely. I, I would be happy to do that. And I'm sure you have your stripes on today, correct? Absolutely. Oh, there you go. Hey, uh, a couple of questions, a little bit of uh, history from both of us. So, uh, Brenda, so people know who we are. Uh, it, people know me with Indiana Sports Radio Network and Indiana SRN, Vice President of Operations. We do a lot of high school games throughout central Indiana uh, and was an official, was a coach. Uh, and an advocate of a good officiating and, and support of officials. Uh, I know that you're the founder of Officially Humans Behind the Stripes. Tell us a little bit about your background before we get in and dig into some of the questions I have for you guys today. Sure. My background in the officiating space is I started in college athletics, a, a small Division One conference here in the Chicagoland area in 2000 and ran the office and got to know um, the sport coordinators through throughout the years and um, was very fascinated by the way that they operate and how they, how, first of all, how officials become officials and how assigners assign. And, and once there's no two, there's, there's no two sports that do it the same way. So that was always interesting. And in 2011, I came over to the big 10 conference and, worked with a consortium. They formed a consortium of three different division one conferences uh, to kind of pool the resources and streamline the assigning process. And that's where I really, really got to know the ins and outs of men's basketball officiating. And uh, again, continue to grow and love what these men and women bring to the courts and fields every single day. And as I transitioned out of officiating in 2018, I transitioned out of it and uh, my my heart was still in officiating. I still liked the the energy around officiating, and and knew that there was a problem with the treatment of officials. So uh, sat down one Saturday morning and and put together a plan and presented it to Tim, and, and he agreed that I might be onto something. So uh, went from there, and and here we are today. We've gotten some really good attention across the country on what what our mission is. There's a lot of a lot of companies out there trying to figure out the assigning process and the recruitment and the retention. But here, um, you know, we're, we're really focused on the treatment. 
You know, what's real important as people get to know our personalities is uh, officiating is a human. We make mistakes, and it's real important that uh, those mistakes are corrected, but you correct them by educating uh, people. And I think it's real important, and I think if this show does anything, we need to educate our fans that uh, these men and women put on their pants just like we do, and they have jobs just like we do. And sometimes they have bad days like we do as well. And, and, and we have to really understand that to make our game fun again and make it, you know, competitive. Because I think officiating, uh, there's a lot of competitiveness out there that people don't really understand. It. Guys want to go to the next level. Girls want to go to the next level, uh, not just stay maybe in the elementary. But once they get to college, maybe even the professional. And if we treat that uh, like that, I think we'll be better human beings. Sure, I agree. And and from a from an administrator perspective, there's so much time and energy and money that goes into training officials that we don't want to get them get them trained and then because of the treatment they get out of the craft so fast because then we're just spinning our wheels. So yeah, we we really want to focus on humanizing these these men and women. So Tim, here's a question for you. As a spouse, you have a wife that's involved in this. That means you get to watch a lot of free basketball or a lot of free sports. The benefit of that has to be kind of rewarding to uh, see someone who cares about someone or some group of people that maybe get a lot of disrespect. Certainly that's the case. And I think, you know, over the years, I've, I've, you know, while I'm always still a fan, I've certainly gotten to know uh, the craft that these men and women you know, undertake and how much work it is to do it. And so my, my, you know, view has changed over the years as, you know, from the guy who's yelling at the officials like everybody else to really understanding the work that's gone into it. And that's what I hope, you know, the show that you guys are are doing and starting today, I think uh, hopefully the fans that listen in can get that perspective and that understanding. And it, and it really helps people, um, appreciate the work that goes into officiating all of these contests. Brenda, you also do the Big Ten Conference. You're the Senior Director of Building Services. You started out in 2011. Uh, maybe in 30 seconds or less, explain that role you do as well. So the, the Big Ten Conference opened a new, a brand new building and conference center in 2013, and I was asked to oversee the building and over time, I just kept getting promoted and took on more and more responsibilities. So I'm actually responsible for all the day-to-day operations of the building when it comes to security, cleaning, staff placement, where they're going to sit, all that stuff. So you're having a great time, aren't you? <laughs> yeah, it's not a horrible place to go to work every day. I guess. Okay, ready for question number one? Yep. Uh, what What is our accomplishment for this school? What are we going to try to accomplish over these next 19 weeks? Just to continue to, to raise the awareness of the treatment of officials and humanizing them through different avenues and different constituents that we bring on the on this show. 
you know, you, you look at uh, the little graphic that we put together for uh, our press release, and uh, one of the things that we say is we want to, to create good sportsmanship, not only to uh, the fans and the players, but also to the coaches and uh, to game management. Uh, maybe this is off the beaten path a little bit, but game management, uh, it doesn't start just on game day. It, it's preparation for maybe a couple of games during that week. Maybe elaborate a little bit on that a game management. And, and Tim, you know a little bit about that because you, uh, you know, you coached your, your kids as well. Game management's real important uh, to, from day one. Yeah, absolutely. There's, there's a lot that goes into it for all of the, all of the folks that are involved in a contest. And, you know, from the folks that are sitting at the, at the game table, you know, running the clock or, you know, uh, you know, keeping the books and, and so forth. So there's a, a ton of work and then there's a lot of behind the scenes, just getting ready for a contest to occur, getting the playing surfaces ready and, you know, all these different things that, you know, we all take for granted, I think as fans um, and, and don't realize the work, but of course also, you know, the officials and the work that they have to do to get ready and get to the contest and, you know, and that happens year round. So weather plays a part as well in various sports. So um, there's a ton of stuff that happens behind the scenes for a contest to occur. Brenda, you know, you talk about uh, the officials and the positive things about that, but who do you hope tunes into this show? I know we're gearing it to the officials and the uh, people like that, but who else do you want to maybe be involved and listen? And, and if they have their input, they can t- contact us. Uh, they can contact me by email at coach at indianasrn.org, you by brenda at officiallyhuman.com. Uh, what are you, who are you hoping to catch uh, this show? You know, I hope that it, it is very broad-based, one of the groups that I would really, really like to hear this show is youth sport organizations, maybe park districts, and then their parents that that are participants in in their kids with the the sports that they play. I think that that is where we really need to start laying the foundation for the positive treatment of officials are those lower level groups. And there's a whole lot of them out there. And if we can somehow find a way to get get some of our our shows out to those those constituents i think that will really really help just spread the positive message of treatment of officials you know you talk about youth sports and and now they're beginning to open uh throughout the states uh i think four or five states as this show is airing on june 1 has opened i know indiana has i don't know if illinois has yet but I know Indiana has opened up youth sports, which means that uh, mom and dads are out there. The officials are coming back. Games are coming uh, 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 mid-July. It's real important that since what we've been through, that we understand that it's just a game and we got to treat this game kind of delicately. Yeah, I I agree. And I think that one of the things that so many people are hoping is coming out of this this time period that we've spent so much time at home is there's a little bit of a reset on the on the fam the value of a, a family unit and being together and spending time at home and realizing what is really important in, in the grand scheme of things when it comes to our families and taking care of each other and I, I hope that we come out a little more passionate uh, compassionate 
um, with, with our fans and um, just uh, our fans and our officials, just take care of each other. Just be nice. Before we take our first time out, one of the things that you guys have as well is you have banners and posters. Uh, if there is a youth organization out there that would like to uh, maybe get some of your literature, why don't you uh, tell them how they can contact you and how that can be uh, distributed uh, through all 50 states if uh, there's a sports complex or uh, youth sports people that would like to have some of that stuff. Oh, that's great. Thank you. Uh, yes, we do have banners available that have a, a positive message and, and just treating um, the officials kindly. And uh, those banners, they can reach out to me at brenda at officiallyhuman.com. Those banners can be uh, customized to where they can have a sponsor on there to help offset the cost. And we do have indoor and outdoor banners. We're going to take a time out. When we come back, a lot more for you on Behind the Stripes on Indiana SRN. It's halftime at the Behind the Stripes podcast, powered by Indiana SRN, underwritten by the IHSAA and the Indiana Officials Association. If you would like to be a part of our sponsorship, please contact us at info at indianasrn.org. We want to hear from you. Contact Keith Myers at coach at indianasrn.org or Brenda at brenda at officiallyhuman.com. Now let's join Keith for the second half of Behind the Stripes, powered by Indiana SRN. Becoming a licensed sports official is a great way to make a positive difference in the community and support the over 160,000 Indiana student-athletes that participate across 21 IHSAA sports. Sports officiating allows you to stay connected to the game, become a role model for our young student-athletes, earn extra money, and support the patrons and communities of our IHSAA member schools. To learn more about becoming a licensed IHSAA official, log on to IHSAA.org officials today. Do you want to hear your favorite team on IndianaSRN.org? It's easy to do. Calling all the play-by-play and colored commentary. High school sports along with youth sport, Mr. Wizard is waiting for your call. Contact him at 317-443-0052. We're ready for every touchdown, basket, and goal. Contact Mr. Wizard, 317-443-0052. Back for the second half of Behind the Stripes on Indiana SRN. Brenda Hilton, Tim Hilton, joins us as our guest as show number one. And you guys, uh, I know we're all excited about this show, and we talked about youth sports. And, uh, you know, officials start with youth sports. I know I officiated for 20-plus years. That's where I got my start. Uh, I think I told you I was 13 years old when I called balls and strikes. I had no idea what I was doing. Uh, very uh, People were very patient with me. Uh, but th- that's where it all begins with these young men and young ladies to – uh, to maybe get their first competition. Uh, Brenda, you've seen young officials. What is probably the common mistake that they make? Uh, and then when they develop, what is the common uh, thing that they do to get better? One, one of the things I noticed early on when I got involved in officiating, and again, I'm everything off the courts and fields, so um, I don't claim to be a rules expert in any way. But one of the things that, that you notice very early on when you really get to know these men and women is there is not a lot of room for extreme arrogance in, in the officiating world. You have to be a team player. You have to own up to your mistakes. And 
that probably has, I've seen some officials come and go very quickly because of that arrogance. And again, you're going to have a few here and there that are just really, really good. But those that, that carry this arrogance about them, it just, it doesn't fit in this, this world of these sororities and fraternities. Talk a little bit about, if you will, uh, how this show will support the overall mission of officially, uh, officially human and behind the stripes. Just getting the word out there, spreading the word. The more we talk about it, the more people listen to it, and and um, we we are spreading a positive message on the treatment of officials. I I think there's no downside to this for e- for either party. I think the other thing that Brenda has told me that, that I think is important is that, you know, really the treatment and the recruiting and retention of officials kind of go hand in hand. So, you know, as Brenda makes an effort towards improving the treatment of officials, hopefully it leads to um, it's, it's easier to recruit new officials and then retain them because they're being treated better. And so uh, I think while Brenda is focused on, you know, the treatment side, it's going to have benefits down the road and really lead to a, a larger group of people getting involved in the sport, you know, or in the industry of officiating and ultimately, you know, mean that we have games because as a fan, I want the games to occur. But if the officials are aging out and getting, you know, getting to retirement age, if we don't have more officials, we won't be able to have all the games. That's a great point, a very good point. If you want to get a hold of us, uh, my email is coach at indianasrn.org. Brenda's is brenda at officiallyhuman.com. Or you can follow us at Twitter, at, on Twitter at indianasrn and, and tell uh, people all about the show. We will air this show on a podcast every Monday uh, on both of our websites and uh, looking forward to maybe the expansion of that because, uh, Brenda, I know we're working with state affi- uh, associations that really uh, want this to be successful. And uh, some of our sponsors are even officials, associations of they're going to let their officials listen to this podcast and maybe have some input because I know we have a list of of guests uh, in the next 19 weeks that will blow people away with good uh, content. Yes. Yes, I totally agree. The, the one thing that we, we tried to do or I tried to do when I was looking at the, the list of guests is try to get people from different parts of the country because different parts of the country deal with different officiating uh, problems or, or challenges in different ways. So this show, we are hoping, will expand across the United States and just have a, a far-reaching effect on people. Talk a little bit about, because uh, we talked about uh, officials, and, and, and I think one of the things that uh, a lot of people miss uh, is the hospitality is when the official walks in the door. Um, you know, I, again, going back to my history of officiating, uh, when I refereed my first varsity basketball game, uh, walking in the door uh, 30 minutes before the JV game, uh, watching the JV game, uh, the, the hospitality of the game management, it, it's real important. It starts from when you walk in the door to when you leave. And I trained officials for many years and wanted to make sure that they understood that you were a guest, but you make sure that people knew that you were there uh, by setting good example of cleaning up after yourself, all those games, uh, things. Is that 
one of the things that you think is important for officials to do and also game management and athletic directors? Yeah, I think people tend to forget or they just don't they don't have the knowledge that many of the the men and women that are working these high school grade school games, they they have a day job. So they might be running out of their office or they might be on a, a conference call on the way to their games and they're trying to get into the the gym the 30 minutes or an hour before they they're required to be there and the treatment of them from the time they arrive is so important and having just basic things in a locker room like towels and water Gatorade sometimes a snack um, that goes a long way with these men and women and just the the treat that that kind of sets the tone for the entire time they're they're at the gym or on the courts or at the field so yes I it's very important that that uh, schools administrators know understand the importance of just appreciating these men and women coming to work their games you know you go back in history and you look at the uniforms uh, of the officials and i remember the gray pants the white belt the white shoes long sleeve shirt from uh, basketball officials we're long away from that but you look at the some of the old films of how the officials were dressed and now i think uh the uh, officials uniform tie into uh, the game, their updated uh, appearance is real important for officials. One of the things my dad taught me was shine your shoes, son, and no one will make fun of you if your shoes are shine. But it is the respect of the game, and it, it comes from dress all the way through. Maybe talk a little bit about the appearance uh, of uh, a good official. And Tim, as a fan, maybe what you look at when you, so, you see that official, uh, uh, is he sharp dressed at, you know, is the uniform press? It's a real important to understand that. Yeah. So from my perspective, yes, I look at any official and, and we actually teach this a lot within the big 10, our, our sport coordinators, you as an official, the way you, you, carry yourself the way you dress the way you act that is your brand so if you are going to come in and you're not going to be clean shaven and your hair's not you know long and your clothes are wrinkled that's your brand so it 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 sometimes sends a message that if you're 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 coming in and you're looking sloppy you're going to carry that to the court and field so you want to make sure that your brand is a strong brand i know as a fan i'm always impressed when i see you know, officials that are in great shape and and uh, looking good and ready for the contest. And, you know, it gives me confidence as a fan that it's a person that's prepared and ready to, you know, treat the, the contest seriously. And, and as fans, we certainly are treating them seriously. So um, it's, it's really a confidence booster when you have an official that's really looking good and ready for the contest. Okay. Yeah, Keith, and, I, and I'll go back a little bit to um, an earlier question on how to officials prepare. It's It goes along the same lines as, as their brand. There's a lot of times you'll see, I'll walk into a locker room before a game, and, and these officials may have their rule book out because maybe they worked a game the night before and they want to talk about, you know, what, what happened in the game the night before and bounce it off of other people. These These men and women are, the, the good ones, the ones that are really going to go far, they really take the teaching and training seriously. Well, both of you kind of hurt my feelings because back in the day I did have hair. Now that I don't have hair, 
uh, I don't have to worry about combing my hair as much. Uh, and as a broadcaster, you know, we teach our uh, our guys the same way. The appearance is very important because it's ninety, maybe ninety percent of walking in the door. Uh, maybe not knowing everything, but knowing that you're a guest and it's real important that we have uh, that politeness. Uh, and, and I think every single official, they have to be approachable. And, and I think that's one of the things that uh, it's real important that we teach our officials that they have to be appro- uh, 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 approachable. And, and that's real important of the game. Yeah, I, I totally agree with that. And it's, it's, especially for the younger men and women, it's learning how to take somebody yelling at you. Are they frustrated with their team? Are they frustrated with you? Are they frustrated because, you know, they're just crabby? I don't know. But it's learning, teaching them to read the audience. And I think as a fan, you know, it's really impressive to me, and I didn't appreciate this long ago when I was just busy yelling at the officials. But, you know, <laughs> now now that I, uh, you know, have a better understanding learning from Brenda, I think it's a real – it's really cool to see an official interacting with the players or interacting with the coaches. You know, maybe it's during a timeout or maybe it's, you know, just just halftime or whatever pregame. Um, but seeing them chat each other up and joking around and having fun and, um, you know, that's what it's all about. As a fan, you want to see everybody having a good time. And I really appreciate when I see officials that are approachable and are just regular people interacting with uh you know, the other participants. Mm-hmm. As this is a 30-minute show and we're wrapping things up, the last question uh, on show number one, how do you uh, view officials? I'd start with you, Tim. How do you view officials? And then, Brenda, wrap it up for us. Well, I mean, I, I think they're the authority on the court. You know, I think they're on, on the playing field. So I view them as as the authority that knows the rules and, and is going to interpret the rules and make, make the tough calls. Um, and, and, you know, should be respected for what they do. And for me, I see them as a very, very underappreciated, uh, craft that cares more about the games and wanting to get the calls right than, than anybody probably will ever know until they, until after they listen to the show and know that we're humanizing these officials. Brenda, if you will, go ahead and give us your email address and, and uh, some other information that people might want to know if they want to get a hold of you or uh, me. I, I'll, let, I'll do mine at the end as well. But uh, if there's questions or they have uh, guest requests, they can contact you uh, where and how. Uh, my email address is brenda at officiallyhuman.com. Our website is officiallyhuman.com. There's all kinds of data on there. And again, uh, you can reach us and look at the survey work that we've done. But uh, yeah, just go to our website. Yeah, it's a great website. And, you know, there's some sponsors down there. You might want to look and see Indiana SRM's logo. I appreciate you doing that as well. It's a, it's a lot of fun. It's been a, a very quick uh, 30 minutes. And uh, if they want to get a hold of, um, if you'd like to get a hold of me, you can do that by coach at indianasrn.org uh, or follow us on Twitter at Indiana. SRN. Uh, I think you'll be back next week. We're going to talk a little bit about surveys uh, in um, next week and uh, weeks to come. We have some uh, state commissioners. We have some officials. We have some assigners. Uh, it's just going to be a great show, and we would want, need your involvement. Uh, and so we encourage you to tell uh, friends and family all about this show. Brenda, Tim, thanks for your time uh, this week, and uh, we'll talk to you again next week.
Thanks, Keith. Thanks, Keith. And we'll thank you for listening and uh, hope that you enjoyed the show. Goodbye, everybody. You've been listening to Behind the Stripes, a show that supports our officials, athletic directors, coaches, players, and fans by bringing attention to good sportsmanship, strong leadership, selfless teamwork, and respect for others on and off the playing field. Thank you for listening to Behind the Stripes. Powered by Indiana SRN. Do you want to hear your favorite team on indianasrn.org? It's easy to do. Calling all the play-by-play and colored commentary. High school sports along with youth sport. Mr. Wizard is waiting for your call. Contact him at 317-443-0052. We're ready for every touchdown, basket, and goal. Contact Mr. Wizard, 317-443-0052.